In this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast, I have a couple of interviews for you. I have two Texas boys that will be playing for the G League Ignite this season. A couple weeks ago, I sat down with Tyler Smith and Dink Pate at the G League Fall Invitational. Stay tuned to hear their stories and their path to the NBA Draft. shout out to each and every person that has made the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Rafael Barlow, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board. Again, thank you, the listener, whether you're listening in the car on your way to work, at the gym, at work, or just at home chilling. Big thank you to each and every person that has made the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast your first, your second, your third. I just thank you for listening. And if you're not subscribed, please subscribe, like, share, and once again, thank you for, again, supporting the NBA Big Board Podcast. All right, this episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case. A Jace case provides you with personal a personal supply of up to five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. So get yours today at jacemedical.com. That is J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, in this episode... Again, I mentioned I have Tyler Smith, who I thought was impressive at the G League Fall Invitational, kind of was under the radar. If you've been listening to the podcast, I've talked about Tyler numerous times. I don't know if I'm like the leader of his fan club, but I just remember him being a top 10 recruit that just kind of disappeared when he went to OTE. And I don't want to place blame anywhere, but I just felt like if he took the traditional path, stayed in high school, went to you know maybe one of the top prep schools, he would have been a McDonald's All-American and he would have been someone that we're discussing as a potential lottery pick. I thought he showed some flashes of what he's capable of at the Fall Invitational. Now this interview took place between the, the first and the second game, so it may be a little bit outdated, but overall Tyler Smith played well, showed he can shoot the ball, and I think he had like seven blocks over two games. So here is my interview with Tyler Smith. All right, we're here at the Ignite practice. They just wrapped up. I'm here with Tyler Smith, kind of like the, I, I say the mystery man of last night's game. How did it feel to, to play so well in, in such a, a big environment? Uh, it felt pretty good to get my name back out there, you know. I've uh, been gone for the last two years at OTE, so, you know, feel good to be back. How do you think your performance changed the perception of OTE? Because the three OTE guys played really well last night. I feel like it changed a lot, especially since the Twins been playing good in Summer League. They've been playing good, um, got drafted high too. Me, Alex, and Ethan, I feel like we really put on. Show that uh, prospects could uh, come out of OTE, and it don't matter where you go. So your story is kind of unique. You were a top 10 recruit, and then you chose to go the OTE route. And like you said, people kind of forgot about you. A lot of the attention was on the Twins, rightfully so, but you were forgotten about. So how did that make you feel when you, you're seeing like your peers, the people that you were ranked higher than, getting love because they took the traditional path? Oh, uh, really? It didn't really bother me because I knew what I wanted and I knew what, like, I was going to get it regardless. As long as I get to the NBA, that's all I really care about. Like, scouts going to see talent. And whatever like that is and whatever they see me at, I'm going to play my best. So, oh. <laughs> How did OTE prepare you for 
for the Ignite? Because it's in a sense like you've been a professional for yeah. two years now. Yeah, uh, I feel like the training there and just the off-court and on-court stuff like the uh, the um, the weight training, all, basketball training, all that. It's just like next level stuff that I wouldn't get in high school, so I feel like that's best for me. All right, last night, were you nervous when you got on the court? Yeah, when I first got in, I was a little nervous. Then I went away. After, after the first shot, was, yeah. it, was it what the first shot was the lob that you caught from yeah. Fargo? Yeah, man, I thought you played well. I thought, like you say, you reintroduced yourself to a lot of people. And I think for a lot of scouts, this was their first time seeing you play. Did you feel like you were under a lot of pressure to perform? Uh, not really. Anything like. I feel like I was really the underdog in that game, like, cause like, really, like we have really two really good players, mm -hmm. and you know, everybody looking at them, so I feel like they can help me too. What is your your natural position? Uh, natural position, stretch four. Stretch four. I know you were fourth in OTE and three point percentage your first year there, and a lot of people don't know like that is that is your game. You can yeah. shoot, but you can handle the ball. I have a comparison that, that I see out of you, but who do you think you play similar to? Uh, I'll say like Chris Bosh. <laughs> that was my yeah. comparison. Chris Bosh. I know it sounds kind of lazy because it's a lefty-lefty yeah. comparison, but you had a, a basket in the game yesterday where it looked like Bosh, but you kind of faced the man up and hit the jumper at the elbow. So yeah, Bosh was, was my comparison. Yeah. Did you watch a lot of Bosh? I know by the time he was at the end of his career, you were pretty young. Yeah, I started watching uh, like Two years ago, my junior year, uh, people told me watch Raptors Chris Bosh, oh, yeah. the young Chris Bosh. Yeah, he was a beast. Yeah, with the dreads. Yeah, with the dreads. So I started watching his highlights, watching some of Trey Murphy highlights. How has this Ignite experience been for you? Uh, it's been good. Uh, coach was hard on us, but it's only for the better, you know. Showing us the right way, the right plays, all that, and our vets too. So they're helping us out. Yeah, it's a unique situation because you have quite a few vets that I've been watching helping you guys out, but yeah. then you have quite a few guys that are your peers. How is just like the the off the court camaraderie? Uh, everybody mesh well together. We're all the same. Uh, I feel like all basketball players act the same. So like, yeah, we all get along good. Yeah, quite a few Texas boys on, on yeah. the team. Are, are you guys kind of like your own little? little group within itself. Yeah, everybody, we over here brothers, so like we all get along real good. All right, you have an, another game coming up tomorrow. What are you looking to show scouts that maybe you didn't get a chance to show them yesterday? Are you just trying to show that you can be consistent with it? Uh, that and that I can rebound out of my area. You know, yesterday I had, uh, had an underwhelming rebounding game. But like, but you had better. a couple blocks. Yeah, I had a couple of good blocks, but I could do more on the defensive end. I could show more of my defensive versatility. All right, if I'm an NBA GM, got you. What can you help my team do immediately? Like, what is your role, and and, and what are you are you best at? Uh, I can help space the floor. I can switch one through four, or five, um, and make the open three. Big thank you to Tyler for taking time out to basically just kind of share his story and his path to the G League Ignite. And next is Dink Pate, a guy that he's not eligible for the 2024 draft, but I think he's going to be a big name to remember in 2025. But before I speak with Dink, let's talk about Jace Medical. And the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And all it takes to get a Jace case is a simple form that you have to fill out or you can jump on a call, a quick call with one of our board of certified physicians. You can get ongoing care from physicians on any treatment related questions, doctor created, doctor recommended. So do not be 
unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during some unexpected emergency. And Jace handles everything from online evaluations to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation with care. So you can save up to $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical. Plus you can get an extra $20 off by using my code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D at checkout on jacemedical.com. That is J-A-S-E medical.com. Again, you can save $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical. Once again, Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com and use the promo code locked on. All right, this interview is with Dink Pate. Dink is similar to Tyler. I, I kind of labeled Tyler as the mystery man. And Dink's story is different. Dink is supposed to be a senior in high school, just turned 17 years old. He's the youngest professional basketball player in the United States, signed a pretty lucrative deal. And Dink is a player that I feel like if he also took a traditional path, if he played this summer on the circuit, he would have been someone that we've been, we would have been talking about. This guy is the number one player in his class or top five player in his class and someone that we really be discussing for 2025. I think the Ignite did their homework on him early, snatched him up, and he will spend this season developing. He's on a two-year contract. I think it's a, a good situation for him. He's a 6'8 point guard. Yes, you heard that right. A 6'8 point guard has exceptional court vision. And I believe that he is someone that we are going to pay a lot of attention to, especially later on in the season. I believe the Ignite, with, with all their talent, I, I believe guys are going to play somewhere between 30 to 35 games. And if you remember a few months back, I had this question of how are the Ignite going to keep everybody happy? They have a lot of mouths to feed, but it seems like they have a, a pretty strategic plan where some guys aren't going to play three games and five nights. They're just kind of spread it out, which is interesting because, of course, the main focus of the Ignite, the Ignite is development. But also they want to win some games. And in this interview, Dink talked about how much winning is important to him. So here is my interview with Dink Pate, a Dallas kid that I've been watching and monitoring for years. I think that he is going to be one of the big names in 2025. But this is a big developmental year. All right. Here is my interview with Dink Pate. I'm here live at the Ignite practice. They just wrapped up before preparing for tomorrow's game. I'm here with Dink Pate. Now, Dink is a, a mystery man in a sense. I've talked about him on a couple podcasts, but I wanted to, to get him on here. He is, you're, you're injured right now, but you'll be back on the court soon. How was just the experience watching from, from the sideline? Um, it was really a, a, a big adjustment. I'm not really used to being on the sideline, but um, you know, a lot of stuff like this boot I got on is precautionary. So I think it's, um, it's really a learning lesson, you know, um, to get all the way healed and be 100%. When you be 100%, you get to play the best. So I think 
with me taking this time off right now, I think my biggest uh, thing right now is just learning, learning the game and how fast the pace is right now. So going off yesterday, uh, they was playing very fast, in my opinion. So I think uh, that was just a little um, a setback for a major comeback for me. And I'm prepared and I'm ready. Yeah, I know a lot of people like myself were really looking forward to seeing you play because a lot of people don't know you. Uh -huh. Despite the fact that you were considered a four-star recruit, I think you would have been a five-star if you would have ended up playing, playing this summer. Mm. And you took a, a, a unique path to skip your, your senior year of high school to be a professional. What went into that decision? Um, my plan is I always become a pro. I never really um, dreamed of having the type of college experience. Um, I think everybody's different. I was really never a school kid like that. Not just I couldn't do it. It was just, you know, everything about me is just basketball, basketball, basketball. So with me wanting to be a pro, I think coming to the G League was the best route because it's basketball 24-7. Uh, we got a lot of financial and other educational stuff that we do, but I think basketball is, is the best part. And it, it, this going to the G League was just another step closer to me getting me to my goal. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I know, like, there are people that feel like the college experience is something that they, they would love and then, you know, mm -hmm. playing in front of, like, the, the big crowds and the rivalries. Yeah. But for you, it's, it's it's strictly basketball and getting better. Of course. You know, I think everybody got their own path. I don't right. think nobody's destined supposed to be the same. So, I mean, I got my own journey. Everybody else taking their own journey. But I'm really just focusing on myself and getting back on the court and, and hopefully doing all my rehab stuff so I can get back on here and, and play the best and know, know what I do. So you're a 6'8 point guard. Mm -hmm. When I look at different scouting services or reports, I see you as a shooting guard, I see you as a wing. I always saw you as a point guard. Why do you think they classify you as everything but a point guard? Like you said, going back to not a really a lot of people know me, nobody really never seen me play. I've never really been put on that type of stage to where everybody getting on and stuff like that, but all I know is any game I do play, I know I'm gonna play to the best of my ability. Somebody, somebody gonna walk out the gym and be like, "Oh yeah, I, I done watched him play. He, he the real deal." So, with the whole position thing, I've always been able to handle the ball pretty much since I've been playing basketball. But my high school year, I got there my freshman year. My head coach, Coach Griff, he put the ball in my hand. He was like, "You." You too tall to be playing down low. You ain't really got the muscle to be playing down low. So yeah, ball handling's always been in me. My brother, he was a point guard. I used to always go to his games and see that he could, because he's a great passer too. So I would see him handle the ball and see him pass. I was like, me and him do the same thing. I just happen to be taller than him. So with me being blessed with more height, with the same skill, um, the same skill set that I have, um, it's a lot that I could bring to a team. Yeah, I feel like you've been hiding in plain sight. I think that's the best way to describe it. I mean, you went to Prolific. Prolific plays a national schedule. You play for Trey Young. You play with uh, Jacoby Walter. So you, you've been on big stages, but it just seems like people have just missed you. Yeah, in, in your Jacoby opinion, Walter. Oh, my fault. Go ahead, go. In, in your opinion, why do you think you, you've been a little overlooked? And then to add on to that, the G League didn't overlook you. Uh, they saw you. They were scouting you. And, and they grabbed you early, but why do you think you've been overlooked by some scouting services? Um, you know, that's a question only for whoever was recruiting me at the time can answer or wasn't recruiting me, they can answer. But um, going back to Jacoby Walter, when I played with him, he was the guy on the team. He was yeah. the five-star recruit, but Wolves, it was a great score, but 
it's not even going off with Jacoby. That team, Trey Young team, they just needed a, a, a really skilled point guard, and that's what I brought to the table. Like when I got there, it was a, it was a little adjustment playing with people I didn't know, playing with people that I would see on social media. So never really know how their personality is, but Jacoby, a cool dude. Like just my brother, still to this day. But I, I was the extra spark to that team to get us to win it. So, you know, we, we made a lot of noise. It wasn't just the team Trey Young on the brand. Like, they know our names now. Like, um, there's a lot of people that really didn't know Caden Cooper or Ding Pate or uh, Jaden Toppin. There's a lot of people. So we, we put our name on the, on the map, in, in my opinion. Okay. All right, so you are, are not eligible for the draft until 2025. What are you looking to gain this year with, with the Ignite? Uh, this year, everybody expected me to, well, you can take it slow. This is a learning experience. I'm trying to come in and I'm trying to win as many games as possible. Uh, playoffs, I want to make it to the playoffs, championship game, I want to do all that. That'll, that'll be a real experience, making it to the playoffs at the pro level. I made it to the playoffs in high school, and I, I doubt if it's anything like high school. So that's going to be my learning experience is making it to the playoffs and further so. But, um, I'm just ready to play and showcase my skills to, to people at the higher level that's in these box offices that come to watch our play and be like, he's a really, he's the position he plays, he says he plays. So, uh, and I know I can do it uh, with, with the confidence and the stuff that I do for myself. I know I can bring that to, to people's head and to the table for the team. How have your, your veteran point guards on the team, with Pargo and, and Stockton, how have they helped you out? Um, no, really just the words of advice and wisdom from them, basically. Um, really can't do nothing yet because of the whole thing, but, uh, you know, I've been praying this boot's supposed to come off tomorrow and, I, and, I'm, and I'm back on the court with it, but just really just words of wisdom, like, yeah, it was just words of wisdom. Mm -hmm. All right, if I'm an NBA GM, what am, what am I getting if I draft Dink Pate in 2025? Um... Uh, a winning player, of course, the potential, the, the, the players that just wants to win. Um, I think scoring 20 points, I think that's, uh, I think that's good and all. But if you win, that makes everybody on the team look good. Even if you play zero minutes or you play 30 minutes, as long as you win, that's all I really care about. I care about winning. So um, a player that, that wants to win and, and gonna put in any type of effort and loves the heart and, lo and is a gym rat. I love to be in the gym, especially with coming out here, being in the gym 24-7. Like I said, everybody different. I would want to wake up and go to the gym instead of waking up and going to a camp. You know? yep. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate thank it. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel because it is America's number one sports book. And right now, if you are a new customer, you can get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. All you have to do is place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. I mean, you can't beat that. $200 in bonus bets. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get into the action because NFL season, we're heading into week three. Basketball season is right around the corner and the app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL.
Big thank you to Tyler and Dink for taking time to sit here and just share their stories and do an interview with me. Also, big thank you to the G League Ignite for giving me the access to interview these guys that you're going to hear me talk about a lot over the next year and, and for next year about them in the NBA Draft. Well, that wraps up this episode. Once again, it's Rafael Barlow. And big thank you, the listener, for making the Locked On NBA Big World Podcast your first listen of the day. I am out.